our assignment on Wednesday nights is to listen to the talk on Sunday morning and then extend it a little more, do something that is maybe a little different but similar, and then we can talk about it and learn more what God's teaching us. Um, this, this last week was pretty remarkable. We had Randy Clark here and a, a whole sanctuary full of people and more in the overflow and hundreds of healings, and there's great enthusiasm and great joy. And uh, the Sunday started out with, with Mike. Uh, well, we had worship, and then Mike was sharing about the, the evening with Randy Clark. And what was so fun is that he had lots of people come up spontaneously and give testimonies. How many of you enjoyed the testimonies? I mean, that was awesome. I loved, I loved Wednesday night, but I loved Sunday morning better because I could hear what had happened Wednesday night. And uh, that was really fun. Uh, so when I heard all that, I was thinking, oh, man, Wednesday we can talk about healing. That'll be so easy. We can just kind of tag on to this healing theme that the Holy Spirit's teaching us right now. And uh, then Zach got up and talked, and he gave this very wonderful lesson about remain. You remember that from John 15? And I went, whoa, this is great. I could talk about this Wednesday night. I could, we could say this and this and this and this. And then it hit me. Wait a minute. I'm going to do both. Because these two things are so intimately connected. There's a real connection, um, a divine connection between uh, healing and remaining. Remaining and healing, healing and remaining. So that's what we're going to do tonight. First, we're going to talk about healing. How many of you value supernatural healing? Say hallelujah. Um, this is something that, was, that I didn't grow up with. Some of you did, some of you didn't. Um, and it's been a little hard for me to learn about healing and, and what to think about it. Um, there's a, there's a super great scripture that we love from Job, Job 9.10. Uh, God gave this to Linda in a vision one day, and it's become the theme for our ministry. We just love it deeply in our hearts. Job 9.10, he does wonders that cannot be fathomed, miracles that cannot be counted. Isn't that awesome? It's not a famous verse, but it's so beautiful. And that's what we're seeing when we... That's what we're hearing about when people describe their healings. It's wonders that cannot be fathomed. And when I was growing up, I didn't fathom this wonder. Um, the church, I grew up in a church, but we didn't talk about healings. We said God could heal, but, and we prayed for healing, but we really didn't expect very much, you know? And I'm not down on that. That's just where we were. And that's where I was. And I was growing up to be a scientist. That was the plan. I was going to be a scientist. And so I was studying science and all these amazing things that you could learn in your head. And they didn't fit very well with God doing supernatural healing. But I did believe the Bible stories. And I saw that God healed in the Bible over and over and over. And I knew that Jesus was the same, what, yesterday, today, and forever. So I went, wait a minute. If God healed in the Bible and Jesus is the same, that means we should have some healing now. So my faith started to grow, right? And then uh, what's, I, I would hear of some healings. They were all in Africa or somewhere, but I would hear about healings. I went, that's pretty cool. God's doing some stuff. So my faith grew some more. And then we experienced a healing in our family. We, we had a young son who was, I don't know, 18 months or two years old. And, 
and he kept having these ear infections over and over, and they gave him antibiotics, and that didn't work. So they did another antibiotic, and that didn't work. They gave him another one, and finally they said, let's just forget the antibiotics, take him off all the medicine we're going to put in tubes next Tuesday. Okay. So he stopped the medicine. Then on, on Tuesday morning, Linda's taking our son Mark in to get uh, his blood drawn. And, you know, two-year-olds don't like having their blood drawn. Um, we hated for him to go through that. And also she had been praying for him to be healed. So she said, wouldn't you just please ask the doctor to look at him one more time? And they said, well, we, we stopped the antibiotics. It's not working. It's going to look the same. Please, just let's look at him one more time. The doctor came and looked at him, and the ear was fine, completely back to normal. So he didn't have to get his blood drawn. He didn't have to get his tubes. Isn't that awesome? So our faith grew some more. And uh, then about 12 years ago, um, I had my first intense encounter with the Holy Spirit. And my whole life changed that night. It really changed. And one of the things that changed was the way I think. You know, the way you think is really important about how you believe. You know that. Before that encounter with the Holy Spirit, when I would hear about healings, my first reaction was always a question mark. Was it real? Did they really get healed? Maybe they just thought they were healed. Maybe there's another explanation. Maybe we should look into this a little more. A big question mark. After I encountered the Holy Spirit, it changed. And now my first response was always, exclamation mark. I was excited. I was happy. I was thrilled. And I still would maybe look into things a little bit and find the results. But I've seen God heal. I know he heals. And now I'm excited to think about healing. God does wonders that cannot be fathomed. This is so good. Wonders are good. Healing is so good. We have a God who is always good, and everything he does is good. But the bad thing is that sometimes we try too hard to fathom the unfathomable. Sometimes we try and explain healing too much. We think about it too much, and we figure out how it happens, where it happens, what we can do to make it happen. And some of that's good. We want healings to happen. And we want to learn how to, how to participate in this. But at the same time, we don't want to put God in a box. He's not in a box. And we don't know, we can't predict how and when and why God is going to heal. What are some of the patterns of healing that we see in the Bible? If you look in the Old Testament, there's already some healings, right? Naaman had leprosy, came to Elisha. What does Elisha do? He tells him to dip seven times in the Jordan River. He does it, and he's healed. Wow. Now, you don't see a whole series of people dipping seven times in the river, do you? That was a one-time event where Elisha heard the Spirit of God, told this man what to do, and the healing occurred. Um, Elisha also laid on a widow's son who was dead. He sneezed seven times, and he was alive. Pretty cool. We look at Jesus' healings in the New Testament. There's so much variety. None of them is like another. Just look at, for instance, just the blind people. I'm an eye surgeon, so I, understand, I like blind stories. There's several blind healings but that Jesus did in the Bible. Um, let's see, there were two blind men healed. There are two blind men that came to Jesus. He said, do you believe? 
and then he put his hands over their eyes and they were healed. That's one. There was a blind man at Bethsaida. Jesus spit on his eyes. He put his hands on his eyes. He could see like he could see fuzzy like trees. And he put his hands on again, and he could see clearly. There's another blind man. In uh, his name is Bartimaeus in Mark ten. And what did Jesus do with him? He said, "Go, your faith has healed you." He didn't touch him. He didn't spit. He didn't do anything. And then the other one, a man who was blind from birth in John 9. This time Jesus didn't spit in his eye, he spit in the mud, and he put the mud on his eye, and then he told him to go wash in the pool of Siloam. So there's so much variety in how Jesus healed. And the apostles is the same way. Sometimes they spoke. They said, they said uh, uh, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. And he walked. Uh, some people were healed by, by being brought in the streets so that Peter's shadow would touch them and they would be healed. Uh, it goes on and on. Um, Paul's handkerchief and aprons healed people without him even being there. So there's all kinds of different ways God heals. They're all unfathomable. That's so hard to say. They're all unfathomable. They're all surprising, but it should not surprise us when God surprises us. That's who God is. He's so far above us, everything he does surprises us. Uh, But there's a pattern here. The pattern is that faith, somehow faith is involved. Either the person being healed or the person praying for him or a relative who brought him for healing. Uh, There's faith involved. And the second thing that's consistent is there's some kind of action that's led by the Holy Spirit. So we have faith combined with with action, led by the Holy Spirit. That's what I believe is the the formula. It's kind of vague, but that's the formula for healing. In Ephesians 3.10, it talks about the manifold wisdom of God. And manifold is a Greek word that means um, like uh, varied, like a rainbow, many colors, many details. The wisdom of God has many colors and many details. It's infinite, like the colors in a rainbow. And that's the way his healings are. They're infinite in variety. How he heals, when he heals, why he heals. We can't put it in a box. We should never be so naive as to think we can figure him out. But it's so glorious the way he acts. We don't have to figure him out. We just hang on for the ride and go where he leads us, right? Okay, part two, remain. Uh, This was so cool. Zach in his sermon, used John 15, and it says 10 times in the first 10 verses of John 15, it says, remain. Remain is staying. And there's two types of remainings you can talk about that are real easy. One is remaining in Jesus. Jesus is the healer. And if we remain in him, we're going to participate in some healings for others and for us. Uh, Jesus is in the Father, and he He asks in John 17 for the Father to be in him and him to be in the Father and for us to be in them. We want to remain in Jesus. He's our source of healing. And the other remain is to be, is to remain consistent in our prayer and our desire, our inviting God to heal. Uh, You know the story of the persistent woman who was, who was, she went after a judge for 
for justice and he was ignoring her and he just kept, she just kept bothering him and bothering him until finally he gave her justice, right? Well, Jesus uses that story to teach us about prayer. He wants us to, he says, then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. That's the purpose of the story. And so you need to remain in prayer when you need healing or when you want to participate in healing for someone else. Remain in Jesus and remain in prayer. I quickly want to share with you one story where we learned about remaining. Okay, uh, We were um, doing a marriage conference in Mombasa, Kenya. And Linda went out. We both went out snorkeling before the conference started because we loved to do that. But we didn't realize while we were snorkeling, we had gone out maybe a quarter mile, and the tide had gone out. So now we're swimming back, and the, the, the water's getting shallower and shallower, and it's gotten down to six inches, and we can't snorkel, so we have to stand up, and we have still another 100 yards of coral to walk on. So we're trying to very carefully walk on this coral, and all of a sudden, crack. The coral broke. Linda fell down. She scraped her shin very badly and cut it on the coral. So we got back to the conference and we were all praying for her and laying hands on her. And to the glory of God, she did not get an infection because there weren't any antibiotics in Mombasa, Kenya. Well, you know, we needed, we really, really depended on God and he came through. He healed that. But when we got home, there was no infection, but there was a cyst. There was a bump on her leg and every day it got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. So we went to the doctor and he took her to surgery and in the office he drained it. Started weeping, weeping, weeping. And it kept weeping, weeping for six weeks. And we were praying for it, but it kept weeping. And the doctor said, take her to surgery. I've got to clean it up so it'll stop. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm a surgeon. I love surgery, but we sense from the Holy Spirit that we were not supposed to operate right now. So we kept praying. And one morning we prayed as intensively as we have in our entire life, passionately. And right after that we went home. That was five in the morning. We went home, took off the bandage, and it was healed. So it was, praise the Lord. It was so beautiful. We'll never forget that. Because we believed God would heal it. And we had to stay, we had to stay, uh, remain in prayer, remain in faith, and he healed her. So I see, you see how, how beautiful the remaining is. We remain in Jesus, we remain in faith, we remain in prayer. And healings will happen. We have to contend for them sometimes. We won't always understand how it's going to happen or when or why. Because it's, God is unfathomable. But we continue asking, seeking, and knocking. We want our actions to be led by the Holy Spirit. We continue believing. Because it's faith that, faith that moves the mountains. And we continue remaining in him. Remaining in prayer. And we will see supernatural healings. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So we're going to break into some groups. However you want to do it. What? Okay. 
Okay, God, we just thank you for allowing us to participate with you in the things you're doing, God. Because you're so amazing. You're, you're so awesome. You're so beyond us. Uh, so wonderful. So loving and kind. We thank you for letting us participate in all aspects of your kingdom. But we thank you for letting us be part of healing. Being healed and healing others. It's you that do it, God. But you let us be part of it. We thank you, God. And we ask you to bless us tonight as we talk some more about healing. As we talk some more about your glory. And we talk about how we can be part of your kingdom. And what you're doing here on the earth. In Jesus' name. Amen.